And that's why we're all in video too, I think, is is to have that braggable feature of like, oh, I worked on this, you know? Yeah, I mean, we have that stereotype of, people, of college kids, you know, running off of ramen because, you know, they don't right. have any money. And that's honestly, like, that's honestly true, but I ate peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for almost two straight years so I could save up enough money from my full-time job to start my business. So I didn't eat ramen because I don't care for it, but uh, peanut butter jellies are my jam on wheat. So it was that every single day, but you save so much money. And before you know it, I saved up enough money to ax the old job and start working on, on what I wanted. Welcome to Catching Up With, where Fitchburg State students talk to Fitchburg State alumni, reflecting on their time here on campus celebrating their accomplishments, and discussing how they got from here to where they are now. I'm Adam Fournier, and today's interview was conducted on April 29th, 2023, where I caught up with Mike Grisella, a 2013 graduate of the film and video program. As a film major and editor myself, I was very excited to meet with Mike and talk about his experiences in the filmmaking world. We talk about his time here at Fitchburg State, from developing his skills in the classroom to going on his internship and working in the filmmaking industry being responsible for piecing together the final product as an editor, as well as designing its color scheme and visual style as a colorist. We also discussed the possibility of pursuing a filmmaking career while staying in Massachusetts, and how he started his own editing business based right in Boston, and the steps and sacrifices he had to take to get to where he is now. Thank you all for joining me as I catch up with Mike Grisella. Welcome. Thanks, thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, so if we just want to give a quick intro and like where you're at, what you're doing these days. Yeah, so I went to Fitchburg State and graduated 2013 from the film and video program. Uh, and nowadays, well, I got an internship at Hill Holiday, which was an ad agency in Boston, uh, working on Dunkin' Donuts, Bank of America, Chili's, a lot of big, big players in the ad world. And uh, got my start there as an editor and kind of moved up the world to colorist. And after six years there, I started my own company as Minutemen Post. And then uh, two or three years later, I've merged with another Fitchburg State student uh, to create Post House 207, which is uh, a play on basically we lived in Townhouse 207, which is right across where we are now. Uh, and we changed it to Post House to kind of get a little bit better branding on editorial. And that's where I'm at right now. Is is that's been going strong for two years right now as Post House. Awesome. That 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 sounds that just sounds exciting. Anything involving this, I get really giddy at, as you can imagine. Oh yeah, same here. <laughs> would Would you want to talk about any uh, projects that you're working on currently? Because I you said that uh, your company is mainly in in advertising. Mm-hmm. Um, are there any like notable projects that you worked on while either, you know, in your internship or like while you have your business or any projects that you think feel like that's worth kind of mentioning? Yeah. Um, some of the projects I can't talk about yet because of legal sentences. Yeah, but, f- fair enough. <laughs> um, but uh, last summer I worked on a show for HBO called Julia and uh, I was the dailies colorist for that. So I worked through a third party vendor called Picture Shop. Uh, they're a color house that's known for Emily in Paris the Walking Dead. They, they, they do a lot of good shows that you might see on TV or Netflix. But I got to experience firsthand like working in that field because I was mostly in advertising up until that point. So I got to learn more about long form TV and stuff. And uh, it was a challenge, but I was, I was really happy to get the opportunity to do it. And um, at the end of the day, I got to see the show and I, I liked the show actually. So that kind of also plays in because sometimes you work on things that you're like, 
I, I don't care about any of this stuff. But and then finally, when it came out, it was a, it was a huge relief to make sure that the show actually was really good, you know. And I think the biggest thing was for me staying in Boston. You always have that weird itch of could I have gone to New York for an internship or L.A. with with Fishburg and um, would I have been able to make it right? And so with the L.A. team for for this show. They called me back a few more times and I worked on several other shows with this team. So it kind of helped verify that if I did move out there, maybe I did have a good shot of, but I'm, I'm doing just fine in Boston, which is great, but it kind of also helps push that narrative, like that little itch a little bit further back in the back of my head that I don't need it anymore because I've kind of justified that I, I probably would be fine out there. It's actually interesting that you bring up, uh one being based in Boston and, you know, the the question or possibility of going out to L.A., which, first of all, I think it's awesome that you're just based out of Boston. I just think that filmmaking becoming more prevalent and, like, filmmaking in Massachusetts, like, it's happening. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not just it's in L.A. It's getting bigger. Yeah. It, it's nuts and it excites me so much. Uh, the reason why I bring that up is because every single time that I mention that I go to film school to anybody, whether it's, you know, my family, my friends, or people at work – I always get the question, oh, so you're going to move to L.A., right? Right. But was that something that you kind of got a lot of? Like, oh, you're a film, you're filmmaker. You're going to go to L.A. You're going to go to Hollywood, all, right. all that stuff. Like for me, it's it, it's family first, right? And mm. then job. So to move further away from my family just didn't make sense. Um, where for some of my friends, it was always L.A. It's always been L.A. and it will forever be L.A. So they came here because they were from Massachusetts. But once they moved out there, You'll never see them come back here. <laughs> like, you know, they like the warm weather or they they just like the vibe out there. Yeah. Uh, same with the New York friends I have once they moved to New York. Maybe they're not coming back to Massachusetts. <laughs> but I mean, and they're, they're doing really well. I, I guess that's the big thing, right? And I think the biggest fear uh, was not that I would go out to L.A. Um, I think it was more plausible that I w- would move to New York more than L.A. just because I just like the the speed of of uh, New York City and basically all the offerings that the city has outside of video editing, but also how much they do have there, right? So, like, you know, I, I really enjoyed the time there, but I really need to see how Boston's going to keep pushing because I've been doing so uh, so strong in Boston that I and it's close to family and it's, and it's just like where I grew up, right? Um, so, and especially with video really expanding further and further and coming to Boston, there's going to be more opportunities, especially with film stuff and TV shows and all across the board. And uh, I think that's the big thing is it's making it a little bit easier to not have to live in those those bigger markets um, like L.A. or New York and uh, get stuck in the grind like that. You can get stuck in the grind here instead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One thing I kind of wanted to pick your brain about is um, – in terms of like doing this full time, how would you say like the work day or like the work hours kind of differ? Is it much more sporadic? Is it just like unpredictable and you kind of have to kind of go with the flow? I think for when I worked at a full time job that wasn't my own, uh, it was a little bit more predictable, but it, it still was not your typical nine to five. And I think I always, when I talk to anybody looking into film and video, remind them that film and video is not a nine to five job. It you know, when I'm doing dailies, uh, it's mostly starting at 9 p.m. So there have been days where I go into the office at 7 p.m. and see the sun out in the summer and come back and leave for the day and the sun is still out, but it's 7 a.m. So I just missed the entire night. So there are days like that. Um, 
So those are a little bit more of a grind. But uh, even in the advertising world, if you're on a pitch, uh, creatives like to change things last minute because they're trying to perfect that sale that they're going to make to whoever they're they're pitching to. And you'll start thinking, oh, I'm going to go home on a Friday at 5 o'clock. Then you hear that there's a pitch coming, and they're going to make you stay over the weekend. And so it, it's there are some times where that where you cringe a little bit, but it does pay off sometimes, um, especially like the, the dailies job. Like I knew it was going to be a grind, and it was just – it was, but it paid off knowing that I made something – that I could brag about, you know, uh, and that's why we're all in video too. I think is is to have that braggable feature of like, oh, I worked on this, you know. I guess the one thing that you know, it's kind of hard not to mention in this in this program in particular is is the internship. Yeah, so I think that's the thing that also sold me to Fishburg was seeing that long, long list, and especially if you walk down the hallways, just like we were. Uh, you can see all the the students have gone to these really notable places around the world, basically. And when you're an incoming student and you're looking around and you're seeing the long list that Fitchburg has accumulated over over time and the the success that the interns have had after that, you just can't not fall in love with it, right? Like, um, I don't think everywhere has like spots that like I think when I was looking it was MTV and uh, there there are places out on West Coast that were were really big like uh, Ridley Scott and stuff like that mm-hmm. and so it was just like oh I could be that person that gets that chance why not go 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 here right like I think um, so like that was a big selling point right like where if you go anywhere else they don't have those connections like Fitchburg does so like that's the big thing that got me my internship and uh, it was a Fitchburg student that had graduated three years ahead of me who was working full-time at Hill Holiday. And he was, he knew the bloodline of Fitchburg state is very, very strong, uh, especially in Boston. And so he basically pushed to his boss that, Hey, I need to hire another intern from Fitchburg. Uh, so my predecessor to that was another intern, Kevin Boyle, who ended up getting the job after his internship there. And so when it was my turn around, I was like, okay, so, if I do a good job and I work just as hard as these interns did from Fitchburg, there might be a possibility I actually could get a job here. I think a lot of times people think of internships as going to get coffee. And I did a little bit of that, but it was more like Mike's going to go get lunch for everybody, but Mike also gets lunch too. So I got to eat some really nice restaurants and stuff, which is big, right? Um, But when I was on internship, I think the first project I worked on was all hands-on – I, th- I believe it was for Special Olympics Massachusetts. And it was it was a really awesome project just because you got to meet the athletes like one-on-one and, and kind of learn their stories and, and their um, their abilities to basically crush like the competition that they, that they face every day. So, uh, and it was great because I also was just being an athlete. I, I got to connect with them on that end. But uh, they gave me a camera and said, let's go film it. You know, it was a pro bono project for for Hill, but it, it meant so much more because I got to prove what I could actually do. So I used the skills that I learned on how to shoot. Um, I got to learn uh, how to interact a little bit more with, with talent and stuff. But I also knew how to go and cut something afterwards and how to offload it and get it on the computer and all that stuff. Um, so that, that was a really big project in my eyes because I got to prove my worth to, to, uh, my future job, basically why they should hire me. But, um, I got to show off my skills and that was, that was really nice. And, and that's, that's the best part about Fitchburg is most of the, the students that you work with here on projects, they go off to other things, but they remember you and they remember how good you were 
or like what you could help add to the team or the project. And they'll vouch for you because they're like, that's a Fishberg kid. They're not going to let me down. And that's the best thing about it. It's so funny that you mentioned that because one of the very first things that I was told when I first started here was like, um, they mentioned that the Fitchburg State alumni, like, you know, they're everywhere. You know, they're in LA, they're in New York. So the fact that like, you know, I'm hearing it, you know, not just from you, but from, you know, other students and some other grads that came and visited campus. They're saying, oh yeah, no, the Fitchburg State alumni group, like it's real. Yeah. And it's scary too, because <laughs> I don't know how many times I'll do a production or be a part of a production where someone else's his name is brought up and I'm like, oh, that's a Fitchburg person. Oh, that's another Fitchburg person. And before you know it, they're like, what, what's in the water at Fitchburg that you guys are the most reliable coming into these productions and we keep calling you back. And it's like, there, there's a lot of teachers and uh, professors, each one of them is special in, in their own way. And I think I take what they taught me in the classroom 10 years ago still seriously and and still use it in practice that I, I have today in video. So um, whether it was Charlie telling me to use just the keyboard instead of the mouse, um, and now I'm working faster and I'm now known in Boston as being a very, very fast, efficient editor. And I, I can only thank him for that one, for yelling at me, for being on my mouse too much. And, <laughs> but then you have Mary, who's helped me a tremendous amount with learning how to be a producer and having to produce work. Um, I think the big thing here was that you got to touch every aspect of filmmaking. So you got to do the pre-production, you got to do post-production, you did shooting, you did lighting, uh, audio, you, you basically did all of it. And then you really got to hone in on what you felt more passionate about. And I think that's why I gravitated towards Charlie's class the most. And because it was just like, this guy is basically giving his passion to me through his teaching. And I just could feel the love there and, and like how he wanted to mold. And I was just like, this, this is going to be what I want to do. And now that I own my own business, I've started trying to turn back the favor basically. And so I've had three interns so far, um, coming through my, like the program here, uh, at Minutemen. And, uh, we've hired, uh, one of them so far. So, uh, it was just, you know, and, and I think the big thing too, for me from the internship, uh, what I know now when I have interns is I know exactly what they got here at the four years. So when they say they're from Fitchburg, I know exactly, uh, how the teachers have been teaching them. So I know, anecdotes that can basically touch base to, hey, remember that class that Charlie talked about time code and how important that was? Well, we're going to talk about time code and how important <laughs> that is in the real, like in in this situation. Yeah. And, and and the lowdown is you you hopefully took notes in that class because <laughs> I'm going to remind you about that class. That kind of brings me to the next thing I want kind of wanted to talk more about is just you getting interns for your own business after being an intern yourself from the same program. Like that's got to be like one that's got to hit close to home and two that's just got to feel good just to give back. Yeah, right. I mean, I can't thank the professors in the school enough for how much they gave me, right? They gave so much more than I I think they know. So my best way of giving back is is through anything, right? So I just officiated a track meet. Uh, so I try to help out with the track team as much as possible and also try to find track uh, runners that are also video members. So then I could pull them into, into my world of stuff. But I think, yeah, just giving back and, and being able to say thank you. And I, and I was just like, let's, this, this is the right way. So I reached out to Dr. Sides. Um, and there's, I just reached out to him and said, Hey, like, is there any way possible that I could bring an intern to my company? I know I'm not super big like Hill Holiday, but I, I know I can make sure I mold them the right way. Like I did when I was at Hill. 
And he was like, that's a no brainer. Like that's the big thing. I think there's a lot of alumni that are out there that are hiring Fitchburg interns, but also bringing them on in internships first, but then hiring them afterwards because they just know how much this school is meant to them and how much, uh, I mean, it's just priceless, the education you get here. So I think that's them feeling guilty a little bit about how much money we did pay to come here, but also <laughs> like, how do we give back to make sure that it still stays that special place? You get every penny worth uh, out of this education if you want it. Mm-hmm. And it, it just goes from like the time that the teachers make for your, uh, for you and after hours, um, the availability they have when you send them an email, they get back to you really fast. Um, and I think you're almost in this position where you might, you should probably should be paying them some, <laughs> some more money because of how much they put into it because they want you to succeed just as much as, as they, um, they care about everybody in the program. So mm-hmm. um, they, they're willing to give you that one-on-one time. Um, one final thing that I kind of had for you, um, if you were to give any last minute advice to any of the students here, whether it's just specifically film and video students or just being a college student in general, because you know, God knows being a college student isn't the easiest thing on the planet. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> um, Especially now. Oh yeah. You're not, you're not kidding. I mean, you know, we have that stereotype of of college kids, you know, running off of ramen because, you know, they don't right. have any money, but even more so now I'm sure even ramen is like a luxury at this point. <laughs> well, I mean, and, and that's honestly like living off of ramen. That's, that's honestly true. I ate peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for almost two straight years so I could save up enough money from my full-time job to start my business. So having that aspiration of what you want to do with what what you can do uh, and then how you can get there. Because for me, it was I wasn't financially like anywhere in the chart. I was just surviving, right? So I was like, wait, I want to do something different. I want to own my own business. So I didn't eat ramen because I don't care for it, but uh, peanut butter jellies are my jam on wheat. So it was that every single day, but you save so much money. And before you know it, I saved up enough money to ax the old job and start working on on what I wanted. So the ramen thing that you learn in college, that's very helpful depending on what you want with it. I don't, I don't recommend eating it all the time, but um, definitely get the meal plan. Uh, but uh, I think the best advice um, – or maybe learned advice that no one will really tell you is this is the four years that you get to really learn who you are and learn how to communicate with other people. So with living on campus or being on, on, on a campus in general, uh, you look back on, oh, that's how I dealt with it. This is how I need to spearhead a problem in the real world too. Cause you're learning your critical thinking skills, but then also like for me, uh, I'm not a very social person. Like I said, I love being a cave dweller, but I think helping me grow my business, I needed to be a social person, right? So I needed to be more extroverted. And I think in college, I learned how to go out and hang out with people that I don't know and learn more about them and really sink into like where they're from and stuff and and, and really and really build some relationships that have lasted still to this day. Um so I, I don't know if that's advice or, or whatever, but, uh, or me talking down like an old man, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's just go experience the college, like college life, right? Like go and enjoy, uh, being on campus, being with professors that want to share that passions with you because it, it, it's going to be the best four years you get and you get to be who you are, where I feel like in high school, you don't, you kind of have to live into certain cliques and stuff, 
But when I got to Fitchburg, I could be a whole new person. And that, that was huge for me. And I think that helped me learn more about myself, but also get me to where I am now. So you heard it here, you know, for film and video students and college students, bragging rights and peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. That's how you do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a good sum. I like that. Um, well, no, that, I think that's about all I, all I got for you. So um, thank you very much for sitting down and just having this conversation with me. It's been, it's been awesome hearing about your experiences and just like to hear the fact that the Pittsburgh state is, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, that's not even saying the right word, right? Like it's, it's even better than awesome, I think, but um, definitely come drink the juice, right? <laughs> <laughs> come drink the juice, everybody. You heard it here. Alrighty. Um, but Mike, thanks again. This has thank been you. great. Um, and thank you everyone for listening. Once again, I'm Adam Fournier and I've been catching up with Mike Rosella and uh, we'll see you on the next one. Thanks. Thank you again for joining me. And thank you again, Mike, for taking the time to talk shop and tell us about your time here at Fitchburg State and what life is like as an editor. To learn more about Mike and his editing company, go to MinutemenPost.com. That's MinutemenPost.com. Post-production at the ready. This is Bennett Jurgensen, Fitchburg State University class of 2026, I think. You're listening to Perservantia, the Fitchburg State Podcast Network.